everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. I am Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I am here as ever with my wonderful co-host. She is Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How are you today? I am doing great, Michelle. Thank you. How are you? I'm well. I'm well, thanks. Actually, though, you know, I don't know. I I'm, might be in a mood to speak <laughs> to the manager. And and I have to say, I you know, every time I see someone talk or post about a quote-unquote Karen, I feel sympathy for you. Yeah. And all the wonderful Karens out there that I know and that I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. You're you're probably wondering why did they kick off like this? Well, our topic today is customer service and how we as solos really need to be conscious of that part of the delivery of our services. You know, the, yeah. the, just the, the way you treat your clients, the way you go about um, the technical aspects of your job. You know, I don't know, you know, if many of us have come out of the account executive side of PR, which I think probably many of us have. Um, but I think one of the things that is lost in this entrepreneurial age is, you know, pe- every, people putting their shingle out and, and realizing, oh, like UAEs really did do something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that for most, for, for many PR pros, it's not that you're delivering bad service, right. but I think that you take it for granted because yeah. in the doing of the work and the and the interaction with the customer, you're assuming that you know you're just doing it and you're not intentionally thinking about every single touch point that your customer has with your little agency. Right? Is that a good experience for them? Is it? Are you really? being service oriented. And so it is interesting to stop and think about it. And, you know, there's some interesting statistics out there. HubSpot did this great roundup and on it's called a important customer service statistics, Mm -hmm. I believe, but here's one, an increase in customer retention of merely 5% can equate to an increase in profit of 25%. That is, really powerful, not only for product people, but for service people. So think about that. When you work just a little bit harder to make sure that you're retaining those clients, then your profit margins can go up. And that can mean that, you know, customers really see that value. You're creating that stickiness. They're expanding their scope of work with you. If you work for large companies that have different business units, this this can mean them adding additional business units to your book of business. And so really is worthwhile. And we all know the old adage, which is true, is that it costs more to win a new customer than to keep an existing one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So service should be something that we're more intentional about and just don't take for granted that because we are awesome and doing awesome work, <laughs> that that's all that we need to do. <laughs> right. I, I, I like to frame it in a phrase, a tagline used actually by one of my former beloved employers. I was an answering service operator, shout out town answering in Southerton, PA. Uh, but their, their tagline is so true. Was, you know, service is our only product. Now, is that technically correct? No, of course. They do many things for, you know, their clients, especially in this 
you know, where everyone is online, their, their services have expanded far beyond just answering calls. But, you know, that really stuck with me. And, and thinking of, you're, you're right, as PR pros, really service is the umbrella under which we should place all of the activities and, and tactics and strategies. You know, it, it should be delivered well and with care and, you know, just letting the, no, the client know that, yes, you are, you know, not, I don't mean this in a sappy way, but yeah, but you're, you're special to me. I value you. I value that you have entrusted your your funds and your faith in me and my skills so i am going to meet you with that um, yeah and i, I you know and i think so, so, to everything that we do right like we have to start to think of you know serving the client and this right. is more than you know giving them their deliverables or you know thinking strategically it means you know Think through every point of your process. Are you user-friendly for your clients? So is it easy to know how to reach you when they have questions? If um, you're giving them metrics or documents or deliverables, are you doing it in a format that's easy for them to use that really makes them feel good about using you as a PR firm. I mean, we have to think through not just doing the work, but how we're delivering that work. Are you, you know, um, your emails, are you communicating in a way that is service oriented? The way that you bill, is your invoicing easy for the customer to, are you making it easy for them to pay you? And this, you know, sometimes I hear a lot of conversations around the other part of it, which is, you know, our self-serving part, like at what point in the month do I bill? Do I bill ahead? Do I bill behind? You know, what do you use for invoicing? But I think that we also have to have a focus on what's going to make it easy for your client. And, And I understand that individual clients have lots of different processes and procedures that we have to work through. I love it when our clients are as service oriented towards the solo as we are towards them. But reality check, we know that that doesn't always happen. Sometimes our client contact doesn't have control over that part of the process, but doesn't take away our responsibility to make sure that we're user-friendly. Right. Right. No, that's that's so true. I think I think every step of your business, you know, from from the get go, should be customer service oriented. Because I mean, you're you're in business. It's kind of a no brainer as far as that goes. And you know, even like you say, getting paid. It's like you know, do you enjoy sometimes getting paid by credit card? Well, maybe you don't. But you know, if if it's a big enough client and if it's worth it, just just do it. There are some, you know choose your choose your hills to die on you know and and it's it's just the cost of doing business i think too just you know just just the way that you communicate with your clients um as you said you know show show that you're in this with them just don't don't leave them thinking well what is she up to what's happening on that front you know and if you and likewise if you haven't heard from them do a friendly check-in you know let them know you know, you're on their team. I also agree that it's not great to get, you know, terribly like emotionally involved, but I think sometimes the solos you, you almost can't help it. So it's, it's almost like a, a thing like, well, if you offend my client, you've offended me kind of thing of, you know, you're, you're looking yeah. out for them, I, I think is yeah. what I'm trying to 
say in an inarticulate way is, you know, let them know in, you know, without just saying outright that I, I have your back. You know, let them know that, that you do, you have their back, you're on the lookout for them. You know, even, even if it's little things that might be, you know, just little non-billable things, you know, little things like, oh, hey, I heard you were talking about X. Well, I saw this thing here that I think might benefit yeah. you. It might have absolutely nothing to do with the scope of your work, but it lets, it just, it's these small things that build up and, and it creates, you know, it helps solidify that relationship. I, I love what you said, the stickiness. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, and I think it helps to think about those service experiences that really have delighted you. Cause you know, yeah. we have to think about that. You know, I love it. If somebody points out to me a feature that I'm not using or tells yeah. me that, you know, my usage is below something and instead of doing X, would I prefer to do this? You know, when people are noticing how I'm using the services and products that are provided and suggesting ways that I could get more out of it. So I think that we yeah. can think that way as solo PR pros too. So maybe you signed on and your scope of work is this particular set of services, but maybe your client is really leaning into one service more than the other. So right. you have the option of saying, you know, hey, I'm noticing that this is more important at this time. You know, would you like us to, you know, prioritize this? Or, hey, you know, we really haven't taken advantage of X. How about we plan this into the next campaign? I mean, and I know that, again, it, probably intuitively, we all do these things, but I think being more intentional about service can definitely work in our favor. Yeah. And, and think of it this way. You know, if, if you've ever done any work with web development or even just digital strategy, it's all about the user experience, right? What, what do we say? We say, keep your, you know, the activities in your customer journey as few clicks as possible. Well, think about that when you're working with your clients. You know, how can I make this as seamless? You know, we're all busy. We, we all are trying to, you know, get the most out of our time. So, yeah. you know, in, in whatever you're doing, don't make it so top heavy, for your clients to figure things out, whether it's information you need from them, you know, if you're gathering information uh, for a press release and you do this quite regularly, uh, or even a blog, create a form. If, if things start to follow a certain pattern, create systems on your end that will not only help you as you grow your business, you know, it'll help your clients say, oh, she made that so easy on me. Thank you so much. Yeah. We use you know? a press release questionnaire. I've used it for years. It just makes it easy to gather information. It helps yeah. send it to them. And, you know, and then we offer like, if you're more comfortable talking through the information rather than filling out, you know, the questionnaire right. here, we still send it to them so that they can look at what we're asking. It gives them the opportunity to gather data yeah. on their end and gather the information they need. And then they can hop on the phone. 99% yeah. of our clients love just filling out the form because they can, you know, pass it around within the organization too and have different people take different parts. And then they feel very organized and it makes it really easy. So you're right, yeah. Michelle, just even thinking through, you know, standardizing things and making it easy to get what you need from clients and making it easy from their perspective as well. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's important too, if it's a long-standing client to, you know, even outside of your regular meetings of, okay, this is what we're working on, blah, 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 just to kind of pull back and, and say, 
all right, let, let's just check in. You know, we've been going after this specific audience for a while. This has been your goal. Let's let's just make sure. Is this still your audience? Are they still your goals? And, you know, I would say at least annually to just have that check-in. You know, is there anything that we could be doing better or, you know, and, hey, I'm not saying that I relish asking that because you're like, oh, yeah, tell me where I stink. But it's good. We need to know, you know. Yeah. And, and um, that also in its own way communicates that you have concern and that you're conscientious about providing service to that client it this way. Um, I like to do this quarterly one-on-ones. And, and if I have multiple people in an organization, then I have individual one-on-ones with people yeah. in the same way that as a leader, you would have a one-on-one with your teams. And, and remember that the clients that you serve, they're having one-on-ones, they're having team huddles, they're having all hands-on. So a lot of our you know regular PR meetings probably tend to be all hands or our version of it, because it's, you know, your team, the client, and you're going over business. But I use those quarterly check-ins to check in personally, Mm -hmm. um, as well as, you know, the heart check, you know, so I, I would say, I'm sorry, it's the heart check and the business check. So it's really both. It's how are you, you know, especially during these times, how are you handling things? You know, if they've returned back to the office, how's that going? Are there any additional roadblocks, you know, just to connect as human beings, but also to connect on the business. I think that's really important to provide a safe environment for your client contacts to be able to share with you because you learn how best to continue to serve them. And it's not always about the business. It's about what do they need personally during this time? And I think our goal is, you know, twofold. It's to deliver those business outcomes, but it's also to make our clients look good and and for our client contacts to look good internally. Like I'm thrilled when, you know, the people that we work with are praised internally and our work contributes to that. And I know that, you know, our, everyone in our audience feels that same way. It feels good when someone gets a promotion or a raise or just praise for work that you have been a part of, because those are the things that are meaningful and long lasting. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, it's our job to make our clients look good. And that's not in an, an empty, you know, plastic kind of way. It's to really showcase who they are. And, you know, every company provides some kind of value. Every organization provides some kind of value. And it's really a privilege to be chosen to amplify that. So, you know, take that, take that little rah-rah moment with you. If you're having a, a sluggish summer, summer day is where we're thinking it's like, Oh, it's midsummer. It's hot. Life's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it it is that, you know, August usually is um that part of the summer where it's just kind of lazy. I don't know if everyone yeah. feels like that, but for me it feels like even the, you know, everything slows down. It feels like the world turns a little slower itself. Yeah. And I know that it really doesn't, but it feels that way. Like everything yeah. just because it's usually so hot and yeah. that makes you not want to go at a fast pace. But yeah, I think my body has fast forwarded to August and it's been there for a couple of weeks now. Oh, yeah. So 
<laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, and I think, you know, and I think this this time that we're in where a lot of people, you know, no one went, went on vacation last year. I, I see it all around that people are not only doing it, but they're taking longer breaks and, you know, not that that has anything to do with customer service, except it does because it refreshes you. So yeah. note, note to ourselves, but, but yeah. And you know what? Take advantage of of that slow season to you know maybe examine um, your processes and and your ways of providing customer service because you know September is kind of the second new year you know depending how people operate in their lives yeah I know back to school means back to you know routines and things um, for so many it's a psychological fresh start and so. You know what better way to take advantage of that than to you know take these next few weeks and just go yeah you know what well I start doing this for this client or I really haven't checked in in a while because I, I get it sometimes you're just so head down and, and you're you're you know you're delivering and you just think hey you know what we really need to just take a look and see where we are and and maybe you don't have to make any changes maybe everything's fine and, and that's great. So it yeah. doesn't mean that, and it doesn't mean there's something wrong if you don't do it, but it's just a nice way to communicate that you care about your customer. It's a nice way to communicate. And I think, you know, I don't know if everyone does this, but when I see something that someone else is doing, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. I'll yeah. take a note about it. I may not implement it right away because we can't right. do everything, but right. take note of things that you see other people doing that you're like, oh, that's a good idea. Um, and you know, when the timing is right, incorporate that into your own business because being intentional about customer service, our intention always with these broadcasts is not to make you feel bad about what you're not doing. It's always to just help us to, because we're continually growing and learning and changing and improving all of us. We're never going to be perfect. Not a single one of us, but it sure is fun to keep growing and to keep finding ways to, you know, make our businesses even better than they are. And so, you know, today, you know, again, take note of what somebody else is doing. Think about your own experiences and see if there's any little tweaks that you can make to provide even more value to your customers. That's right. That's right. And guess what? Sometimes we're talking to ourselves too. In fact, yeah. most times we're talking to ourselves about these sure. topics as well. So we thank you for joining us. If whether you're listening to us while you're on a little walk, a break away from your desk, or if you're if you're back to commuting, we just thank you for tuning in to that solo life. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>